0: What is going on crew? Welcome to another episode. I am so excited, which sounds crazy, but so excited to talk to you about how my life got flipped upside down uh, like five times over the last month, how my blood sugars were impacted, as well as specific strategies that I implemented in order to keep my blood sugars relatively stable, even though my entire life was chaotic and hectic. So without any further ado, let's get into our theme song. All right, so if you've been following along, I have not been in my office for quite a while, the recording studio, and we've been kind of on the go. Uh, The the initial timeline was to be on the go for a couple weeks, go visit family for the holidays, you know, spend Christmas and New Year's with them, and uh, then swing back up and and get back home. But life had other plans for us. And uh, as I'm sure you're aware, sometimes life can get hectic. And with all the craziness going on in the world right now, uh, you may have also seen in last week's episode, I myself got COVID, and that did not make blood sugars any easier to manage. (laughs) You might be able to tell, still a little bit stuffed up. I'm feeling better, but still got a little bit of a cough going on. Uh, But overall, doing a lot better. That being said, uh, life outside of that experience, you know, blood sugars overall, of course, uh, if if you're new to the channel, I have type 1 diabetes, and it's kind of all I ever talk about. Uh, Life got crazy. It got hectic, and it wasn't just my life either. It was those surrounding us, and um, you know, there's no need for me to get into the details of the story. But uh, you know, it started off with us thinking we were going to spend a certain amount of time with each family that we were going to visit, and ultimately, each family, as we kind of made the rounds, got COVID as well, and we had to leave places trying not to get sick, and then eventually, we ended up getting sick anyways, and it was this huge mess. And just to kind of give you a glimpse into what the what turned out to be more than a month of being away from home and on the go. Um, even just to give you a glimpse into a 24 hour period where I had COVID, I had a fever. uh, my wife had to go to the ER, our Brooklyn, our newborn daughter, Brooklyn got COVID. I mean, it was, it was a lot quite honestly, and this is also on the back of not being in our routines, right? So not being home. Um, I was running low on diabetes supplies because I only planned to be gone for a couple weeks and we were gone for over a month. Thankfully, I prepared for that and I always bring extra supplies. So note to you, if you're ever traveling, be sure to bring more supplies than what you think you will need because I ended up needing them. And this is not the first time that's happened. But as you can tell, that being a 24 hour period, What over a month of just being on the go might have looked like, life was pretty chaotic for us. And uh, thankfully, everyone's doing okay. I should clarify, I want to make sure that you're aware that uh, we're all doing fine. But uh, it was a little nuts. And as a result, uh, blood sugars got kind of put on the back burner. They weren't my number one priority. and I'll be completely honest; they're not always my number one priority, <laughs> even though it looks like they are sometimes. I know that I always post the graphs of in sugar or in range sugars, and you know, eating what I want and exercising, keeping blood sugars nice and stable. But they're not always top of mind, and I've built my life to be like that because I don't want to obsess over blood sugars anymore. That's something that I used to struggle with, and um, I've developed strategies and, and formulas for keeping blood sugars in range without having to obsess over them. But of course, when life gets hectic like it it did and like it tends to do, what do you do with blood sugars, right? So I want to walk through a couple strategies and kind of share what happened, what I did and what you can do as well. If you're ever in a place where I don't know, life doesn't go completely perfectly according to plan. (laughs) So with life getting hectic, uh, these stressful situations, I'll give you one example. When my wife did go to the ER obviously taking care of our daughter fell onto me, right? And even though I was supposed to be working, I said, okay, go like, this is important. You need to take care of yourself. And of course, as not, of course, I hate saying that, uh, as it would turn out, <laughs> as I was watching my daughter, uh, my blood sugars decided to not cooperate and they tanked. And for the first time in a while I was headed directly towards an urgent low. And uh, my wife, of course, follows me on my CGM, and so she was getting notified that I was going to go into an urgent low soon, and she knew that I was watching our daughter, so she calls me up and says, hey, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm just uh, going to have to focus on blood sugars for a couple minutes, get this back up, and get into range, and, and then I can get back into taking care of our daughter, and our daughter was kind of crying, and you know, she wanted to be held, and I was like, oh, I, I'm really shaky right now. You know, my blood sugars are really low, and I just don't feel great, and it was this frustrating and kind of scary situation where my daughter needed me, but uh, I also needed to get my blood sugars in a better place so that I could be there for her, right? And so the first lesson I want to give you guys is that if you don't prioritize your blood sugars, they will make themselves a priority <laughs> one way or another, right? Whether it's that direct need, if it's an urgent low blood sugar, you obviously need to take care of that in that moment, even if you want to be there for somebody else, you've got to take care of yourself first in order to help them. But two, even if it's on the other end of the spectrum, the higher blood sugars, it might not get you in that moment, but it'll get you later on. So you do need to prioritize blood sugars at least to a certain extent to keep them relatively healthy right? so that you can be healthy as well. So that's one key lesson I wanted to give you. But when life does get hectic like that, what do you do? You obviously can't prioritize blood sugars 24-7, right? If you got job stress or relationship stress or health stress or maybe it's just your back-to-back-to-back scheduling for Mondays are crazy, right? What do you do with blood sugars? And so I want to talk about, A, one thing that I talk to my clients about, but B, one thing that you can do right now. So first off, and this would be a quick lesson, is uh, the non-negotiables within your diabetes management. So for me personally... I have non-negotiables that I have set that no matter what happens, these rules do not get broken, right? Uh, These non-negotiables can change person to person, it might be, I have a non-negotiable to take my insulin, I have a non-negotiable to count my carbs, to do my pre-bolus properly, to revisit my data at the end of each day to see where there's areas for improvement. Find those non-negotiables and stick to them. Now the key about non-negotiables, it should not be an all-encompassing thing like, oh, Every piece of my diabetes management is non-negotiable. No, that's not realistic, right? So it has to be realistic as well. But what are your non-negotiables that will help you maintain more stable blood sugars? What can you do for yourself that will in turn allow you to help others? So uh, determine your non-negotiables. That's key number one. And number two is when life gets crazy, there's different aspects of diabetes management that will help you more or help you just a little bit right? And so what we want to focus on when life gets hectic is what are those pieces of your diabetes management puzzle that you can focus on that will yield the greatest return on your investment of energy or time, right? So if I'm focused on measuring my carbs down to the exact one carb with the weight uh, in grams, you know, measuring, measuring cups and tablespoons versus actually taking my insulin, right? If, if I'm hyper-focused on counting the carbs, so much so that I forget to take my insulin, it's not going to do me any good, right? But if I am taking my insulin, then it's helpful to count the carbs. You can kind of see that in certain aspects, there are pieces of the puzzle that are more important and more valuable. Uh, To give you a more realistic uh, piece of the puzzle, more realistic situation is pre-boltsing, right? Taking your insulin early, giving the insulin a chance to start working before you get to your food versus um, testing your blood sugars every 15 minutes which one's going to be more important for that mealtime blood sugar? It's up to you to decide, of course, but looking at your diabetes management for those higher variability areas, where am I more likely to see a massive spike, massive drop? What's going to be one area that I can focus on that will yield the most results for my time, right? So I'm looking for those areas that, uh, those big levers that I can pull. I don't want to work on the The thing that's going to take me more time and get less results, right, if I get 1% more time and range for perfecting uh, how to dose for fats and proteins or, and I'm not saying that's not important, just trying to give an example, stick with me, or actually pre-bolusing, right, and nailing down the timing of my insulin. If I can do that, that's one piece that will likely increase my time and range and make it a lot easier to manage blood sugars post-meal. So what we're doing is looking at the overall picture of diabetes management. It's not just your insulin to carb ratio, okay? It's not just taking insulin for the food that you eat. There's insulin timing, there's the activity, there's stress, there's hydration, there's sleep. Ooh, sleep's a big one, right? And this is a piece that was, for me, a big piece of the puzzle I knew being sick and i had at one point a fever a cough sinus crap covid (laughs) like all of it just going down i knew that sleep and hydration were key so i made it a point for me to complete those two pieces of my puzzle every single day so even though at night i really wanted to wind down and watch tv i didn't have time for it right i had to of course keep the business running and making sure that I was helping my clients and getting out and making these videos for people. I made a video about my experience with being sick. And so for me, it was when I'm done working, just roll over into bed. Like I literally have my computer next to the bed so that I could just prioritize sleep. And looking back, I should have also prioritized the restful phase of getting ready for bed. But the point is I made sleep a priority. So instead of watching TV like I wanted to, I just go to bed right instead of drinking almond milk or diet sodas or whatever else all day I prioritize drinking water in fact I have this right here this is is actually a Christmas present from my sister Uh, it's got time stamps on it's a gallon of water so at each time stamp you're supposed to have finished that much water each day so that you drink about a gallon per day now I'm gonna look at it I am looks like I'm about two hours behind right now so I'm gonna drink some more water right after I finish filming this but Key take home for right now, look around for uh, new areas for improvement that are going to yield the best results. Okay? We're not going to hyper focus on one small detail that's going to give you a little bit better control of your blood sugars. We're looking at what are the biggest levers that I can pull that are going to yield the biggest results. Right? And so For a lot of people that's insulin timing, insulin dosing, uh, counting the carbs does help. You know, if you're not completely guessing at how many carbs are on your plate, those are going to be the big levers to pull. Right, not so much focusing on, uh, you know, what is your gut microbiome going to do today? It's a little bit different. Now, of course, if you have something like gastroparesis, it's going to shift things. But you get the idea, right? We're looking for the big levers to pull that are going to yield bigger, a bigger, bigger, better results. <laughs> there you go. So the big idea here for today is finding those areas in your diabetes, but also in your life where you know, if you make one small change, it's going to yield bigger results. I know that if I got enough sleep, I would wake up the next day feeling refreshed, I would heal faster, even though it felt like it was more beneficial to continue working into the night and get things done, it wasn't beneficial for my overall health. I knew that I would get better faster, I would heal, I would feel better if I prioritized sleep. That one step helped a lot. Also taking uh, time to drink water throughout the day. Now, the last piece I wanna give you guys today this is going longer than I thought it was going to be. But why not give you some more tips, right? The last piece is habit anchoring. So throughout the time being sick, I had to prioritize multivitamins. I had to make sure I was getting my fruits and veggies for the micronutrients. I had to prioritize uh, you know, dosing and making sure I'm taking my insulin and not getting lost in that, the chaos of life. So what you can look at when you forget to do things that are important is anchoring your habits to an existing activity that's already anchored. So a great example of that is brushing your teeth. You're probably not gonna skip brushing your teeth, right? This is just part of most of our routines and I, I hope you don't skip that. <laughs> but because that's so anchored into your every single day, you can tie things to that habit in order to to remember them, to use them, you know, so you can tie it to, uh, like for me, I would wake up and I, I would forget to take my pills sometimes, like antibiotics, because more chaos. I actually got double ear infections. That was so fun. Uh, so antibiotics, I don't want to forget those. So I tied them to my meals, right? Every time I went to eat, huh? Wait, I'm supposed to be doing something. What is it? Oh, antibiotics, right? And I would grab the pills and I'd hold them in my hand until I was ready to take them. So tying habits that you are trying to complete to habits that are already part of your routine can be incredibly helpful. So what we're looking at overall is what are the easy, small changes that are going to give us the biggest results and require the least amount of effort. Because life is crazy. Life is hectic, right? You don't want to add more stress. And of course, if your blood sugars are going wacky, that alone can cause a significant amount of stress. Uh, And the example I gave you, my daughter's crying, my wife is at the ER, and my blood sugars are crashing. If my blood sugars weren't crashing, that wouldn't be nearly as stressful, right? But because my blood sugars were crashing, my mind for a split second kind of freaked out. I panicked. I was like, what do I do? (laughs) My baby's crying. My wife needs help. Like, My world is kind of crashing and colliding right now. And blood sugars just cause everything to crash a bit harder, right? If blood sugars cooperate, you're free to focus on other aspects of life that might require your attention. So what do we do? We focus on blood sugars when life is calm So that when life is hectic you don't have to worry as much about them okay of course like that example shows it might still happen even if you have blood sugars controlled it still might hit you at a really inopportune moment but when life is calm when you do have the time energy and uh, capabilities to focus on your blood sugars beforehand create the plans create the stability then when life does get hectic you can fall back on the strategies that you've learned right and uh, of course on the habit anchoring on those pieces of your diabetes puzzle that make life easier that are are better results as well uh you know if you've been practicing pre-bolusing and counting carbs and your insulin timing for years it's not going to be as much of a requirement for you when you're getting into those chaotic hectic times in life because it's already built into your routine right so you can see how these, these all all of these pieces kind of fit together. The habit anchoring, if you've been doing things for a long time, it just happens. You brush your teeth every night. Do you have to remember that? Do you think about it? No, it just happens because you've been doing it your entire life. So if you build in habits beforehand, like diabetes management related habits, pre-bolizing, dosing, counting carbs, they become second nature. And so when life gets hectic, you don't have to worry as much about your diabetes. Now, if life is already hectic and you're already finding yourself worrying about diabetes, then this is the time for you to look around for those key pieces that you can pull, you know, one big lever instead of a lot of tiny, small levers in order to get just a 1% increase in your time and range. What's the one or two big levers that you can pull that'll give you that 10%, 20% boost in time and range and help you to focus on the other areas of life that might require your attention in this moment, all right? And that's honestly what we're all about here. Like everything that we teach, everything that I do is to make diabetes easier and less of a focus because (laughs) let's be real. uh, None of us asked for diabetes. I didn't want this, right? I'm doing everything in my power to avoid focusing and obsessing on blood sugars. In fact, the entire goal within diabetes, if we're completely honest with ourselves, the entire goal of diabetes management is for nothing to happen right? We're trying to avoid complications. We're trying to live our longest, healthiest lives without diabetes getting in the way. Our entire goal is for nothing to happen. So why would I want to give diabetes more attention and more of my energy than is required? So my entire goal is then to find the pieces of diabetes management that require the least amount of effort, the least amount of memory and energy that are going to yield the biggest results. The biggest jumps in time and range, the best drops in A1C, the best control and stability overall. That's what we're all about. And if that's something you're looking for, you know, if you feel like life is just hectic, maybe it's chaotic, maybe it's the holidays, maybe it's just your average day to day life where your schedule is packed and blood sugars are just adding stress to that. If you're looking for a way to make diabetes simpler, to find those big levers that you can pull. That are going to give you a bigger result for less effort that's where our trainings come in handy right we're not looking for uh how can i make every single piece perfect we don't want that because it's not possible all right and if you're after perfection i'm sorry i can't help you and this is why i love wearing this shirt uh the shirt that I'm wearing, i am haven't worn in a while it says hashtag not a doctor i just simplify blood sugars that's what i'm here to do so if you're looking on a, a New strategy if you're looking for a method to simplify blood sugars, not to perfect them, but to simplify them so you can focus on more important things in life. I want you to go to a free training that I did recently. It's a private training, but you can access it for free. It's over at diabetesinaction.com. Now, in that training, I go over a few intermediate to advanced topics. Okay, so this isn't for the person who just got diagnosed today necessarily, but and if, if you did get diagnosed today, there's hundreds of videos on on this youtube channel so subscribe for sure uh but if you're looking for more intermediate advanced new methods to simplify blood sugars head over to diabetesinaction.com we'll talk about basal bolus correction factor we talk about the simplistic way to view exercise and what to expect with blood sugars how to look at food in a different light we go over something called your personalized macronutrient profile it's something that only we are teaching And those are all going to be found at that website, free training, grab a pen and paper, take some notes. All right, so let's make this a goal. Simplify diabetes because life's going to get crazy. I think we know that by now. But we also know that diabetes isn't going to be perfect. So let's just find the easiest and simplest way to get the blood sugars to cruise, to play nice, since you can put your focus elsewhere. Alright, so head over to diabetesinaction.com, and if you haven't yet, definitely do subscribe. These videos go out every single week. I love making them for you, and I love seeing you guys in the comments as well down below if you're on YouTube with me. I'll see you next week. Have an amazing one, and keep up the fight.